You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello. Real quick, before we start this episode, we do these podcasts to have a little fun, bring a little entertainment and lightness to your day. We don't take ourselves all that seriously, but we definitely take our business serious. Um, At Stateside Management, we represent music producers and mix engineers alike. This is a call to arms to anyone that's in a band or is a solo musician, an artist, and you're looking for a collaborator on your, your record or your EP or your single, Uh, You know, just drop us a line. We're here to help, whether it's mixing, mastering, producing, or you just need someone to have a, you know, a consultation, an objective, outside perspective. You know, maybe approach music from a different different angle, under a different light, and you need some help. Um, That's what we're here to do. So, you know, we want to keep making great records for you guys to love. So yeah, feel free to check out our website at statesidemgmt.com. Shoot me an email anytime, james at statesidemgmt.com. And the other thing is that please, please, please share this podcast with all your friends, your neighbors, your family members, anybody that you think might enjoy this. Um, yeah, and the other the other thing that would really help is if you guys leave a review. Make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast and that it automatically downloads every episode that's released. The download numbers and how you rate the podcast and reviews really, really matter. It's the only way that we can let iTunes know that we really exist and that they give us a fair shake. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for even checking the show out and supporting what we do. We love you very much. Andrew, start the show. Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian McMillan. To the left of me is... (laughs) <laughs> how do you spell that uh n-e-i-l uh we got neil back in the room Woo! Yeah. welcome back neil welcome back been gone for a hot minute hot please. minute um andrew our andrew our producer is not here today he's doing his own goddamn thing so mind your business all right people sometimes andrew needs a day off uh, we have a very special guest tonight the singer songwriter slash awesome dude in the band, not my weekend. We have Patrick Gilchrist tonight. What's up, Patrick? Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Where are Boys. you? Where are you talking to us from? A bathroom. I'm talking to you from a garage in Laramie, Wyoming. Laramie. What's the population there? Um, right now, maybe a little under twenty thousand. Uh, when school's in, about thirty. You know, that's a small town when they have to they have to specify <laughs> what time of year. Right now, yeah. it's this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're awesome. no, we're 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 a college town. That's that that's why we're here. The, this whole place is students for sure. Well, at least you have a college. I mean, I'll give yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, the, yeah, that's true. That, that's the seriously almost everyone you meet is either uh, is affiliated with the university in some way. Are you? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm a student. I'll, I'm 
it's going into my fifth year, and then I'm done. I'll have my bachelor's degree in philosophy at the end of uh, wow. spring 2019. We're talking to a scholar here, Neil. Oh, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> pump the brakes. <laughs> I, I, get, I get assigned homework. I don't <laughs> gotcha. just talk my way into the grains. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Patrick? Mm. I just turned 23 a couple weeks ago. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn, I just turned 35 on Wednesday on the 4th nice. of July. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's the golden age. 30s are your best years. <laughs> Solid. The golden years. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've been tough for me as of as of now. But I look forward to my 40s. <laughs> nice. Why? Why I just keep saying that every decade. I look forward to my 20s. I look forward to my 30s. That's a good way to live your life. No, it, no, I'm I'm super happy. Think you know, life is tough, man. And that's that's what I'm learning as I get older. It's like the grind never stops. The fucking you know the obstacles never stop. And it's all about you and how you respond to things, which I'm getting no, I... much better at. No, I totally get that. I, I freak out when I don't have something going on. I need to keep busy. Yeah. That's that's my biggest thing when, I, yeah. when I'm put in a situation where I have to like wait for something. That's when I start getting sad or oh, freaked you, out. Oh, youth. Oh, oh youth. Yeah. It's so hopeful. Oh, youth. <laughs> well, Patrick, we know you, obviously, and we've worked yes. with you in the past. But let's uh, pretend the audience at home has no idea who you are and what you're about. So let's let's paint a little picture and a quick bio of who you are what band you play in, and all that stuff. I'm into it. Go ahead. You should be. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my name's Pat, um, and I sing and play guitar in a band called Not My Weekend, and I've been doing that since 2012, technically. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's a band that I started in high school with some of my best friends, and every member has changed except for me at this point. <laughs> but we've had uh, the current lineup that we have now for almost two years. Uh, our bass player about a year now, um, and we just got finished recording an EP with the fantastic Neil Angle. Yeah, and um, it comes out. Oh, I guess this is the first time we're saying this on a public platform. Yes, uh, go. I think I'm allowed to. Our new EP comes out August seventeenth. <laughs> yes, finally. Uh, and it's on, only taken um, since 2012. Jesus, it's only taken since 2012. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but. Uh, our single, When You're Around, comes out, uh, what, is this upload tomorrow? Um, maybe two days from now, but yeah, ish. Soon, okay, so soon. our single for When You're Around is up right now, so go listen to it. <laughs> say, say the day just in case. Yeah. Uh, July, July 13th. Friday, July 13th. Friday, July 13th. Great. So where, yeah. where can they find it? Uh, they can find it on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. The music video will be on YouTube.com slash WeAreTriumphant. They can also find all of those links at notmyweekend.com. Well, speaking of We Are Triumphant, talk talk about getting signed to that label. And um, and by the way, congratulations. That's a great label. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy for you. I know me and you were talking back and forth on, you know, just it's it's a fucking marathon, right? Just trying to get to that, that spot where someone wants to talk to you and finding the right fit for the band. So anyway, I, I think it worked out great. I mean, we can... We can talk about making the EP, but I think a significantly more grueling process was showing people the EP for the past. Yeah, well, we, we finished it like a year ago, right? August 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's almost August 2018. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I spent the entire last year just sending emails and showing people these songs. Um, I think I added it up a couple months ago. It was 
somewhere over 4,000 emails or something like that. And, um, Jesus Christ. And then Greg Long from We Are Triumphant uh, reached out to me months and months ago now saying that he dug some of the songs. And then we just kept in contact for months. Um, and then we reached a point where he offered to sign us. And then we talked for more months and months after that. <laughs> and we reached a point where everybody liked the deal and we were happy about it. And then we signed to We Are Triumphant and we've been signed to them for about two months, almost three months now secretly. And we announced that we were signed to them about two weeks ago. Um, and as I understand it, the label is uh, three, maybe four guys in California, mostly uh, Greg Long. Uh, and basically we just talk a couple times a week. Uh, I mean, recently, pretty much every day as, the, as we lead up to our release. Um, and they've been really, really, really nice. And I, I've learned a lot through being signed to them. So also, you know, I've been dreaming about being in a signed band since I was 13 or whatever. So I, I feel good right now. <laughs> That's great, man. That's really, really, really cool. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's awesome. So what's, um, so what's the plan? I mean, after, after the record comes out in August, are you guys hitting the road? Are you, do you have a, a strategy for the next cycle for the, for the record? Um, yeah. I mean, as of right now, we're just focusing on getting people to hear these songs by our computers mostly. Um, that's, I mean, something Greg Long does better than anyone that I've known is he gets people to listen to the music. He doesn't necessarily get them to love it. He doesn't necessarily get them to buy it. But God damn it, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anywhere, he's going to make sure you hear it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're spending at least July and August uh, ensuring that, uh, that people hear the lead single, When You're Around, um, which was the first song that we even showed Neil. Um, and then... Uh, spending that time making sure people hear the second single, Crawl, which comes out August 3rd, and then uh, making sure people hear the EP on August 17th and really, really, really just pushing it um, by our computers and via you know the various social networks that were on, that being all of them except for Tumblr, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, we're hitting the road. We're doing a four-day run. Um, at the beginning of August, uh, kind of right after when you're around and crawl is out. And then we're going to try and do a run uh, in the fall, uh, probably September, because uh, then um, all of us will be significantly more free from school and work come around then. And then hopefully enough people have heard it that we're um, able to be on tours opening for people. That's the goal is one small little tour at the beginning of August one small little run in September, and then from there, just opening for bigger acts, it provided the EP does as well as we'd like it to. It will. Thank you. It's really good. <laughs> I hope so. We can only hope. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. Well, we can only hope and bust our asses. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. we have been doing. Yeah. Thank you. Do you, like, do you like touring, Patrick? I love it. It's my favorite thing. It's, it's when I'm happiest. Yeah. I, like, when I am my happiest. I, I mean... Um, a big part of this band, I think pretty much the small group of people that listen to Not My Weekend right now and that listen to Not My Weekend bef before we made the CP or that we're, we were signed or whatever is all people that I met on the road. Um, I spent all of 2016 just following other people's tours. I followed The Wonder Years. I followed Real Friends. I followed Green Day just in my uh, traverse, sleeping in the back of my car, playing acoustic every night and selling our record on flash drives to the line. And it look, 100% of our Instagram followers, at least half of our Facebook likes, and almost the entirety of our Twitter followers is just from that. It's just from meeting people 
on the road. And I was completely alone for most of that. And I still, uh, I still look back on that as being like the happiest I've ever been is when I was following those tours that I wasn't even playing. Right. So yeah, being on the road, that that's where I want to be ultimately for sure. That's great, man. And it's touring is like, you, you can't replace that kind of productivity that touring gives you. I mean, I so many I, things I just start so, happening. No. You just, like you said, you meet people, you make contacts the the buzz starts happening right and it just yeah. it won't happen at home no one's gonna knock on your door and give you a record deal buy your record i mean it's pretty rare apparently the oh, beatles got away I mean, not touring well i mean that's the thing is that that much touring is how we met neil i mean i didn't exactly that's i didn't right. set i didn't i didn't hit up neil via email i didn't find your guys website or whatever we went to portland four fucking times and the fourth time, Neil was like, hey, maybe you guys don't actually suck. <laughs> <laughs> Come hang out with him in my house. And uh, yeah, we, we broke in into Neil's house. And, you know, we, Did you yeah, guys yeah. stay <laughs> up to like five in the morning the oh, first yeah. time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, it was the third, I think it was the third time that you and I had met. Second um, time. Second time. Was, uh, it, was it only the second? Yeah, because the, the first time you came by and we hung out for a little bit. And then the second time you came by, you started showing me some new stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. we should go downstairs and work on that one song. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. it ended up being when you were around. And then from there, we it just kind of snowballed and we started working on the rest of it. But, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But no, it was a good time. Yeah, you broke into my house. That's that's how we met. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, <laughs> make our record. We, we were playing because we had done a show with Jared before and we were oh, crashing. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You were working. You were working on some other band that night too. I felt so bad because it was like two a.m. when we got there. I was, I was in mix stage. That's why it didn't bug me too much. But yeah. Were you Were you working on Were you working on all season that night? I I can't remember. All, you might have been. I, honestly, all all I can remember is that you guys were showing me demos, and I was just like, "Yep, no, yep, yep, no." Yeah, no, I remember that well. <laughs> that was half the EP right there. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember all that. That was a good night. Yeah, we stayed up till five or six in the morning doing that shit. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I remember Neil telling me about it. He's like, "Oh shit, that sounds fun." Yeah, and then James, you and I talked the next day. Made that happen. Yep, that's right. That's right. That is. We're right. and we're forever grateful. <laughs> well, right back <laughs> at you. <laughs> that's funny. Did you do anything fun for the Fourth of July, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, there, there's a huge field uh, out by our local fireworks store that just is legal fireworks for 300 acres just on the 4th of July. Whoa. So we went and and got talked to by cops a bunch of times for shooting Roman candles at each other. Is what yeah. is what we did. <laughs> so are the uh, the ones that go up in the air are those illegal in Wyoming? They're they're illegal during the year. Yeah. Also, we're having really bad fires right now too. Mm. So they're 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 super cracking down on that. It's because of um, all the hot bands coming from fucking Laramie or whatever. All, all three uh-huh. of them, baby. Uh-huh. Who are the other two? Who are the other two? Uh, I'm saying Teenage Bottle Rocket, uh, who were on Rise for a little bit. Uh, Ray from Bottle Rocket's like a fourth or fifth father to me, and uh, mm. um, and then Sorry No Sympathy, metalcore band, very very popular, very good. There you go. Shout out to the Wyoming scene. Shout out to the Wyoming scene. Go check out those bands if you haven't. I know next to nothing about Wyoming. <laughs> I know I've driven through there's, it. On there's tour. next. There's next to nothing here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's Jackson. Wyoming's Jackson. popular now because of Kanye. Why is that? Kanye. Because so, the picture. 
Is that that the picture? But he made that e- he made that EP here, man. Oh really? Yeah, you're not keeping up. Kanye has made no. like the three biggest hip hop releases of the year in Jackson, Wyoming. Why? <laughs> what what's that about? Well, it's secluded. No one uh, no one's just, bugging him. Just get away. Also, all the rich LA people vacation in Jackson. I mean, it's beautiful up there. Right. Um, and so I think yeah, I think he just built a studio up there and seriously it was um kanye's kanye's record Pusha t's record and then kanye and um oh, oh kanye and kid cuddy's record together all mm. were recorded and were released from where for from jackson wyoming so yeah everyone's wyoming's blown up how, how far <laughs> is, how far is that from you that's six hours north oh that's not too bad why don't you just go fucking over there and hang out with kanye come on <laughs> Um, straight up, I suggested that to my friends multiple times. I said, let's just go <laughs> and, and let's just, Find let's just stay on Twitter and look for people Hello, that think that... Mr. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I, wrote, I, I wrote a new song that has his name in it the other day, actually. Uh, the other month. I, I already hate it. I reject it. You already <laughs> hate it? No, you're going no, to like it. You're going to like it more than I like He'll it. He'll love it. <laughs> He'll love it. So, so give us a little back history. So you said you started in 2012, right? Yeah, I mean, the Not My Weekend Facebook page was made in 2012, absolutely. Okay, so, so what happened between 2012 and 2018 today? What, what, yeah, what all that's... happened? Explain to people, because I'm sure there's a lot of people in your situation where they're kind of like, you know, like they've been doing it for a while, they have the experience, they're confident in what they're doing, but they don't really know where the next step is. Mm. So could you maybe elaborate a little bit more on like what happened, how you got to start, some of the mistakes you made, some of the, you know, some of the things that worked out, you, you know what I mean? Like maybe elaborate sure. more on the last like, no, I can ab- years. No, I can absolutely do that. Um, so I mean, I, I started playing guitar when I was 12, and then I, I mean, I seriously started like three or four quote unquote projects or whatever before Not My Weekend was started in high school. Um, and I think that's just because, you know, I was brought up at the end of MySpace. So and the way I saw it, bands just had pages. So I would have like an idea for a little musical project or like my friends would sit, to ga- sit, sit down for one practice or whatever. And then we'd <laughs> make a MySpace page, make a Facebook page and post pictures and have no songs or whatever. So I think that was kind of a mistake that I would, <laughs> that I would avoid because I could point you to dozens of pages with my dumb eighth grade face on it that just don't have any music or validity. Which looks the same as it does now, let's be honest. Word, word absolutely. That Now it's just on a better camera. <laughs> um, so no, and then, I don't know, I think I, I had just been... Uh, basically what happened is... I had stopped trying to start a band because I had started so many that didn't happen. But then me and my best buddy, Jake McElwee, turned 16 and both got cars. And so we were able to practice now because we didn't have to ask our mother to our mothers to drive us to wherever practice was. <laughs> so based on the idea that we both now had vehicles, I said, okay, let's try and start one more band. And um, I... Oh, he said he knew his friend Sean O'Hagan played guitar, and I had never talked to him, but I went into his Spanish class and pulled him out in the middle of class, and then that teacher was very mad at both of us, because, I mean, I just went in and pulled him out, and I said, hey, you're Sean, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, how do you feel about being in a band that sounds like Foo Fighters and Fall Out Boy, but worse? 
<laughs> is what I said. But worse. And he said, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then the three of us just, just all started practicing. And then it was like a week later that I said, do you guys want to have a band name? And I, it was between Back Against the Wall, Outstanding Us, and Not My Weekend. And the vote was Not My Weekend. And it's been that. And it was that. It was the three of us for years, for like four years almost. Wow. Um, forgive me. I'm probably going into too much detail. But I mean, this is the whole band. Give me all the detail. <laughs> um, Give you all the details. And then our buddy Colin West played bass with us for a while. Um, he's a, a great friend, very nice guy. He didn't really play bass outside of me forcing him to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just started um, we just started demoing off my computer in a program called Audacity. And eventually I got the program I still use, which is called Reason. And we just started recording songs and showing our friends. And our friends would be very nice and tell us they were good when they weren't. Um, and then we started... I remember we got our first show. I was so desperate to play a show. I'd literally never played anywhere with a band. Um, and we just took a CD of three songs we'd made or whatever and just went to every bar in town and uh, just said, hey, we're a band. We're 16 years old or whatever. Can we play a show sometime? And we just went to every bar that there was. Um, and they would very nicely take our CD and then ask us to leave because <laughs> <laughs> we were 16. Um, and that... That mentality is something I'm really proud of and something I would cite as not being a mistake. Don't go talk to people. Talk to people all the time. Show everyone your song. Get into everybody's email. Right. And if they don't, go knock on their door. The first show we ever played in Denver, I had sent a dozen emails to every promoter in Denver I could find. But one day I just drove down to the venue I wanted to play at and handed them a CD. And we were opening up for the Downtown Fiction two weeks from then. Um, Where's the so, sort of local venue around? Um, the local venue in Laramie changes every six months or so. I mean, right, they open sure. up and close. There's always, um, there's always the Arts and Sciences building at the university. Bigger acts come through there. Um, uh, fucking Boys Like Girls played there a few years back. Um, but then uh, other than that, you've got um, uh, the cool place right now is a place called... Um, Oh, well, yeah, the, the Cowboy pretty much always hosts Teenage Bottle Rocket when they play. The and then there's, uh, Hold on, yeah. Wait, the yeah, let's let's back up. You can't just skip over that <laughs> real quick. This is the Cowboy State, right? Isn't that what they call Wyoming? Uh, yes, yeah. I don't know why I knew that. <laughs> are, are you impressed? Uh, uh, I, I, you I like didn't know no? it. I'm looking to know it to make well, James sure. James is a cowboy in his own way. So, uh, yeah, well, I really so, so explain to me. I don't understand. So why it's, does... It's because... Because there's more cows than people. No, well, I, no, I, I, I get that part. So, so why does the venue change every six months? Oh, uh, just because, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of people in town that try and start venues, and then they open up and host as many shows as they can. Yeah. And then, you know, even if they get a great turnout, you just, it's so hard to pay touring bands and pay yourself. It's really, really, really difficult. Um, well, I mean, how many how place. many touring bands come through Wyoming? Uh, I mean, very, very few. When I say touring bands, I mean like bands at my level that that hit up me or hit up uh, my buddy Kuma or hit up uh, Ray from Bottle Rocket and say, you know, we just want to be on the road so bad. Can we come play in between Denver and Salt Lake? Um, I say touring bands. I'm talking about bands like. Fuck, Mother Sound has played here a few times. Oh yeah, they're, they're a metal. They, oh, yeah. they yeah. just they okay, just recorded so, so, here. Yeah. 
yeah. I, yeah, I, just set, got... I set that one up with Mike. Right. Okay. So perfect example. Bands at like, fact, where Mother Sound. Not to interrupt you, I courted that band for one year straight. Nice. Just about a year straight of just checking in on them. Hey, what are you guys doing now? Are you back from tour? How about now? What about now? Are you writing now? Cool. How about now? <laughs> like I just kept bothering. I'm really them. glad. Uh, I'm really glad you did that. They just got signed to Franz's label, so big things are happening That's for easy. them too. Yeah, yep. they're, they're label mates with Mike now. Yeah, Mike did too. They're, his band Impulse. Oh, is that right? Yep. yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So, so, so yeah, that's. So, anyway. Yeah, so, so, continue. So, yeah, you left off in the middle just kind of harassing people. You know, go, go to. Yeah. Them. If they don't email I mean, you, that's... then you go, you know, see them in person. Yeah, I mean, we weren't, we, we weren't good. So, I would say that's how we got all of our first, I mean, 40 shows, maybe. It's just like bugging people until they said, all right, you could play. Um, but I mean, that's how you get good at playing your instruments is I think um, setting deadlines for yourself because there's lots of times that it would be hard to convince my uh, friends at the time to want to practice. But if we had a show coming up, of course they were getting in the garage with me and making sure we knew our songs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then playing shows is how you get good too. So we started playing in Denver a lot after I actually got some contacts in there. And we certainly have played most of our shows that we've ever played in Denver, Colorado, because it's the biggest market, just two hours south of us. Um, um, and I, I think that's probably where most people know our band as well, too. Um, and yeah, we just started playing shows a whole lot. And then we cut an EP with at a cool studio in Denver uh, when I was 17 and when the other guys were 16 or so. Um, and then uh, we put that out. And I didn't know how to market things. I, I, I didn't know how to sing when we recorded it. Uh, so I thought it was great, and you know, uh, there's still some moments of those songs that I think are uh, fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but that did that didn't really do anything for us. We just kept playing shows, and then um, uh, man, we cut some more songs. Uh, my uh, my freshman year of college, I guess all of our freshman year of college. And at this point, um, I think the lineup was a little bit different. Uh, my friend uh, Billy Harris was playing bass for us now, um, and Sean O'Hagan had moved, so we added. Um, our current guitar player, Nick Hudson, who is uh, now the longest uh, running member of the band with me. Um, and he was really good, and he adds a, a whole new element to the guitar side of the band, for sure. Um, and then we just, I don't know, kept playing shows in Denver. We did one short little tour that was, oh, no, we hadn't even toured yet. We cut. We tried to cut a full length that was recorded on our own before we ever toured. <laughs> and all those songs are so angry and so sad and you know maybe there's good parts of some of them but yeah i guess my sophomore year uh late freshman year college we cut 10 songs that we then put out again um and then and then we did our first tour with a band called live again that is no longer together but that's how um uh that's how we first got into tour i mean yeah i mean that's that's all it was just tricky because it's tough. I'm trying to think of like good stories, but really from like 16 to 21, all it was was just like recording more songs, putting those songs out, and then playing more shows. And I'm not saying that's not what people should do. I'm just saying that's all that I knew there was to do. Right. Um, and and uh, you know, we found a few people that liked those songs and that we're still friends with because of that. And um, like I said, like I was just starting to say, we went on an eight-day tour that I completely booked um, myself that I'm still proud of because three out of eight shows were good. 
And yeah. for a kid that didn't know anybody in Oklahoma, didn't know anybody in California, didn't know anybody in Vegas, didn't know anybody in New Mexico, I'm, you know, oh, I'm yeah. really proud that you got to do it. those shows well, you know. Totally. And I um, think kids don't know that that's, at the end of the day, that's what labels and that's what managers and that's what anyone that's going to give you any sort of help at all, that's what they're looking for. They want to know right. that you did that. They want to know that you, you're going to stay the course, that you're not going to just quit next week. Because, right? right? I, I mean, that, that's what it is. We Are Triumphant has no invested interest to, I mean, because they're, they're a bank at the end of the day. They're going to give you a loan. They're going to help get you to the next step. And it, it doesn't behoove them to sign you to their to their brand and their company if, if they think you're just going to break up next month. Absolutely. No, that's 100% the case. And one thing I'll say based on that, as I keep telling this story, when I was like 12, I had this idea that if I, um, I would focus all of my attention and all of my time and energy on music and being in this band, if we got like 10,000 plays or 100,000 plays or whatever on a song, whatever the number was, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, it wasn't till it wasn't until I realized it, it wasn't until we went on tour and I realized that I was so ridiculously happy with fucking a hundred plays and just being on the road just doing that, it. that, that, that I had to be like, okay, so I'm just 100, this makes me so happy. I'm just 100% committed to this regardless of how successful it is. And I think you have to think like that if you're going to be successful at all. And I'm not saying I'm at a place where I'm happy with how successful we are, but I, I've seen so much growth since making that decision that I didn't see before. Well, it's you the know? passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the number one thing, like, <clears throat> excuse me, with, with anything. You know, it's like whether it's a business, whether it's a brewery, whether it's a band, like, you know, if you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work and the passion comes through. Right. So, yep. Um, I mean, that sounds to me like that was the moment where you're like, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. I'm going to commit 100% because it makes me happy. And then from there, things just started to snowball. Yeah, no, that's absolutely the case. And I would and I would mark that as being the year that I turned 21 probably. 21. Um, that was a and then, moron. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh I think the biggest difference the, the the biggest difference after we did that first little tour is that um is that Noah Hammondry joined the band on drums uh and he's uh, the best drummer we've ever had. Uh, I don't have any bad blood with anybody that's been in this band. Just, you know, different friends get jobs, decide they want to do school or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the the lineup really, really, really became uh, myself, Nick Hudson, our guitar player, and Noah Hammertree, our drummer. Um, and um, with a couple other guys, we cut a five-song EP that I, I still think has some strong songs on it if they were to be reworked a little bit. But um, that was when me and my buddy John, uh, Jonathan Ballou, who was playing with us at the time and is no longer, um, decided after being so happy being on tour that we were going to follow the Wonder Years tour. And also, I think that was the first time that anybody said they liked our songs and, and meant it. Um, and, that's, and then that's that whole year, 21 to 22, is just following that tour and following Green Day's tour with that. Um, that old EP um, called Growing Up With Girls. Well, cut. You, you said something very interesting. You said that they actually liked it and they meant it. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Because that's I can, I can, ab- yeah, I can absolutely elaborate on yeah, what I mean by that. I mean, you, you and I have talked about this a lot, especially in the studio, what that means. But I feel like a lot of people don't actually understand what that means. So, yeah, please elaborate. Right. I mean, so I had cut songs that where I was singing in key 
and where the parts were kind of cool sometimes. And, you know, you'd get comments like, oh, this is my least favorite fucking comment in the world. You'd get comments like, uh, oh, that sounds like a real song. Um, yeah, right. Like, you guys are a real and, band. Uh, but, but that, to me, always meant like, oh, we're not, we're not there yet. That's that, because it, it shouldn't, right. if you're a real band, you don't have to preface that it's happening, you know? Right, right. Um, so you'd get comments like that. Uh, you'd get comments like, um, I really like this one part. You'd get comments like, you've gotten so much better, yeah. you know? Yeah. But when I started pe showing people um, an old song of ours that uh, you can't find on the internet anymore, uh, but if you'd like to hear it, please message me. Um, an old song of ours called Bittersweet. Um, it started being just like, wow, man, like this is this is something else. No, bitter, and, Bittersweet was one of the ones you and I talked about redoing. But yeah, we, and, we didn't quite get there. There was other cool songs that we didn't quite. Uh, get exactly. I mean, I'd I'd still love to redo it in the future. Maybe I would too. even I would love to. even 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 We Are Triumphant has expressed to me that like, hey, if you cut a full length, definitely send us a version of that one. Yeah. So, I think I think I really think that song um, was. Um, was the first one where people were really, um, well, where people were giving me five bucks for a flash drive with it on it, and people were liking our Facebook. And um, I think that what I've learned in hindsight is it's because when I wrote that song, I was so sad and wrapped up in emotion that I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to be something or trying to make a good song. I was just writing. And obviously, as Neil has taught me, that's how you write good songs. So yeah, you just stop thinking about it and have fun. You just when, yeah, you just stop thinking. You're, about whether you're fucking wanting to roll around in your own vomit or whether you're wanting to, you know, like you know, jump around and dance, you know. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> I having, mean, you're having fun and getting it out in one way or another, and not thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the um the. I remember the tone that you had me like record my vocal in, whatever or whatever, is the same. Uh, uh, the same tone that I, I wrote that about, I guess I could say. <laughs> no. so you Does that act, make sense? So you acted appropriately, is what. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's so that experience taught me a lot. And then, you know, through all that touring, um, um, we uh, hit the road a couple more times, just a couple five day runs, pretty much to the same spots we went to the first time because now I knew people out there. And then uh, we. Uh, yeah, we met Neil twice, and then um, everyone—not um, everyone, but a couple friends—moved uh, uh, or decided they wanted to focus on other things or um, got girlfriends or whatever. And then the band really became me, Noah, and Nick. Um, but I, I knew we were committed. I mean, this is the first lineup I've had of people that are as passionate about it as I am, for sure. Um, so That's when great. we met you guys, and you were like let's cut an EP. I was really happy because I wasn't sure what we were going to do next. And that's, um, Neither was I mean, I. That's that was it. the whole fun though. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that was, that was, I mean, like literally if I hadn't met you, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, I guess I know, I know what we would have done. We would have put out more songs. And we would have kept playing shows and that's still what we're doing. We're just doing it with a lot of extra better steps in between. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, if, if I could be bold enough to say, like, I, I feel like you're just more educated in the steps that you're taking. I No, I do. I, I think that's probably the case. Uh, Noah thinks the record only sounds good because of the blasters. <laughs> <laughs> the blasters? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. Yeah, I know. I know you don't. That's why it's funny. I've told you about the posters. So it's the it's the Alessandra drink of choice on tour. It's a red solo cup. <laughs> when it's mixed properly, I've given this speech so many fucking times. Not even <laughs> so like, it's a red solo cup. When it's mixed properly, it's halfway full. It's a two count of vodka to get you drunk, a three count of Rockstar to get to keep you awake, and then a four count of Gatorade to keep you hydrated. Yep. Oh, that sounds familiar. Off. Yep. Blaster. And, and you do that like four billion times a night. That's an Alessandra thing. Yep. I don't, so even, I don't. I don't even drink, but goddamn, if it didn't make our best EP. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think any of you guys actually drank. I, I think Noah oh. maybe did a couple, but it Noah, was Noah it did was, a few. Yeah, but, but it was. I think it was just mostly me, just like yes, yes, like <laughs> like the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I think the records are not cool though. You guys are proud of it, right? I'm so proud of it. It. I, I'm proud of it because, well, I mean, I'm proud of it because I love the songs. But it's the only record we have where. It's been a year later, and there's no part of me that's like, let's go back and change stuff. There like, and there's no part of me that's tired of practicing these songs because it's, which I'm really happy about because now we're about to play them for people for the first time. Yeah. But we've been practicing them for a year. A year. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's, it'll so. be a different experience when you start touring. Yeah. So, so and then um, shit yourself, Pat. That's cool. <sighs> oh, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Patrick, well, what? Patrick, what are some of your favorite bands? I mean. Not just you personally. I want to hear what your favorite bands are for sure. But every uh, every band has a shared group of bands. Like the band I played in, it was an obvious thing that we liked Queens of the Stone Age. And we, we fucking sounded like them. So it was like, uh, yeah. every time I die, Queens of the Stone Age. Those two kind of like riff rock bands, it was pretty obvious that that was our influence. So yeah. what, what would be some of the bands that kind of stick out for you guys? Uh. W- our band is named after All Time Low, so it'd be ridiculous if I didn't say that I wasn't trying to be them every day of my well, life. Well, expl- explain that <laughs> reference. Uh, so, um, this is actually kind of important to me. The, um, the lyric in an All Time Low song called Weightless um, is, maybe it's not my weekend, but it's going to be my year. Mm. Um, and I always like that because the sentiment of the lyric and theoretically of our band um, is that, you know, maybe things are bad, but they will be better. Right. Um, they suck right now, but eventually it's in the long run, it's going to win. Right. It's I, I, even, even when our songs were so fucking sad, I was always trying to, at the very last tagline, have something of like, of, you know, a little tag of hopefulness on everything we do. And now we've got some songs that are just really fucking happy because I'm really fucking happy. And that's great. <laughs> right. Um, that's so yeah, cool. all time low is a huge one for sure. What else? Um, Bowling for Soup is the band that got me into music. Uh, so that's definitely a big one. And I remember We Are Triumphant even said the first time I ever talked to Greg on the phone, he was like, you guys sound like Bowling for Soup. And I really dig that. Bowling for Soup. Um, I don't know that band. Oh, yes. 1985. Yeah. You, you know. If, if you heard him, you'd know him. Maybe for Nirvana, there was you two and Blondie. Oh, th- yeah. That's them? Yeah. They're yeah. like, um, big fat guy in the band. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I remember from the band. Big fat guy. How, yeah, okay, that's right. The kind of pop punk, pop yeah. more pop. Oh more pop. yeah, absolutely. They yeah, uh they, they were nominated they, for a Grammy. Yeah, they were so broke they had to bowl for soup. That was the <laughs> really? No, I think uh, yeah. it was a oh, it was a it was a ch- the first show they ever played was a charity event called Bowl. Whoa, that guy is ginormous. I'm looking yeah. at a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> Yipes. Yipes. Well, uh, got any fun plans for the summer, homeboy? 
other than the band uh, stuff? Yeah, other than playing shows and putting out this record, uh, really just working. Cattle, a lot of cattle. Yeah, honestly, just uh, just just working, trying to put. Dude, um, it, not to interrupt, but speaking of straight up Wyoming good old boy shit, I just want to yeah. explain to the audience that when when not my weekend was getting ready to work with Neil, they had paid the deposit. You know, they made it. They made a commitment financially to us, and then they, uh, you know, down the road, you still have to make another payment. And so at one point I, I call Patrick check in. I'm like, Hey, how are things going? You had, you were literally digging holes for fence yeah. posts. You were like, yeah, like exactly. Straight up ranch shit. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, these guys are going to be fine. They're going to make <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I am so not worried what about we, them. What did we do to pay for the EP? We, we dug holes for fence posts. We dug out two different window wells. We stacked wood for a couple days yeah, uh, we painted a couple houses. Fucking yeah, love that, man. And honestly, I'm I'm still doing lots of that work. That's just summer work. I'm trying to yeah. make sure I've got the extra cash to stay on the road. I'm I'm just weirded out that you guys took me that seriously. Holy shit! <laughs> no, they took themselves that seriously. Yeah, no, exactly. Not yeah. fucking around. I mean, that's out of all the stuff that you've talked about tonight. For me personally, that's that's the lesson young up and coming bands should take from your work ethic. That's, well, that's that's the, the lesson. I, I appreciate that. That's the thing. I've always heard this thing that like being in a band is really hard, except for the thirty minutes that you get to be on stage. That's but right. I, I I love every moment of it. Yeah. E- even even when we were digging posts, I knew it was because we were going to get to come make this record. And I well, dude, you have you the, every... that's the best attitude to have because it's never going to go away. You, you no. Know. It, People think that when they make it big and they're playing arenas that somehow the hours before the show aren't hard and they're not stressful. Dude, it just gets more. Everything just gets more. Now you're spending your whole day doing interviews and press and the pressure of... Can you imagine playing in front of 20,000 people every night? 15,000, whatever arena fucking is. I mean, that's... Yeah, I... It's crazy. I I mean, I hope it gets more. Like, every... I, I fucking love every single moment of what is involved in being a band even in even in the lowest moments where i'm really freaking out and feel like i'm having a panic attack or something i oh, i'm you, surrounded you me every single time I'm aware. yeah i know mm-hmm. uh, even even in those moments i i'm i because of this band i've harbored friendships and relationships with people that are gonna bring me right back to being normal and that's literally not possible without me pursuing this so even in the worst moments i i feel grateful what would be like a dream tour for you dream tour yeah like if you if you got to open for a one of your favorite bands um dream tour for me is probably we're opening the show yeah and then and then right after that is real friends um because I've been such good friends with them and it'd just be a huge accomplishment to get to a point where they felt that we could play with them. And then all time lows right after that. And then fourth on the bill, it's a Jonas brothers comeback tour. Um, (laughs) And and they play like all the hits. They don't play any of the stuff that sucks. They just play your 3000. You legitimately uh, like that good stuff. You like, I'm, I'm not messing with you at all. I have, I have, Five sisters. That's great. I fucking love the Jonas Brothers. That's cool. And then, and then they end with burning up, but instead of the rap part um, uh, being done by the original guy, 
the whole tour comes out and does it. And then the last song we play is the remix to Ignition by R. Kelly. So not only do you have the tour planned out, but you have the set list of every band. Yeah, well, I have the end of the show. This. It's just, the, the thing is, That's awesome. the remix to Ignition by R. Kelly is the greatest song ever made. I don't believe R. Kelly wrote it. I believe an alien possessed his brain and gifted <laughs> us with the, the, this holy grail that is the remix to Ignition. And, oh, that's hilarious. And we can't have R. Kelly do it because he's a sex trafficker. Yeah, he's but, a real, real turd. <laughs> but if... But if just the last song right after Burning Up could be everyone on the tour playing the remix to Ignition, even if it was just singing along to the track, yeah, that would be that would be euphoria for sure. <laughs> Jesus, that, that is probably the most detailed answer to that question. So that's the dream tour. A little bit more realistic, I would just love to open for Real Friends. Um, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, if, well, if they're listening... You know. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle, Dave, please text me back. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, shout, shout out to Crummit, by the way. Crummit killed that mix, yeah? Oh, Crummit destroyed the mix. This new album they're putting out is so good. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love yeah shout, shout out to Crummit. Shout out to Dan. Crummit's the nicest man. guy in the world. Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Crummit will be back on soon. We keep talking about it and not doing it, but yeah. he'll be on soon. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, hey, so you have a podcast. Yes, right? I do. Can you tell the people about it? I absolutely can. Uh, I have a podcast with my buddy Ian Hammetry, who is our drummer's older brother. He's great. It's called Lukewarm Undercarriage. Uh, it is on uh, everywhere where you get your podcasts. Um, and um, we just talk about um, music and YouTube and the news and whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, me and all my friends that aren't in the band and uh, the ones that are as well uh, just post sh- shitty vlogs and sit down videos and whatever we can on YouTube just to, cause we just like performing and create and stuff. So yeah, a, you, a do, you do a lot that. of that. You do a lot of YouTube and I mean, so is that something you just like creating is my guess. Right? Yeah. I just, I just, I mean, literally I, I do that just because I, I, I can't Not. play our eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm the same yeah, way. I just want to make stuff. Yeah. And that's, and that's the other thing. Um, uh, part of, Part of my classes is video design, so I'm always learning new stuff. So anytime mm-hmm. I learn something new, I want to, I want to apply it to something. I mean, it, it gets really, really silly. It's mostly just like the clips of everyone getting too drunk and right. then the aftermath of that, <laughs> like right, just fun stuff. Yeah, it's it's super. Oh, fun. speaking of your your unexpected talents, for those who don't know, our little podcast logo, the the. The animation of just the three faces, that's something Patrick did. Oh, yeah. I, put totally, that I completely forgot. I did, too, I, I until just now. Too, yeah. That's so that's funny. funny. Yeah, I, um, yeah I, I draw on my computer sometimes. I'm not very good at drawing in real life, but on my computer, I'm okay. And, I mean, it almost looks like, like a Bitmoji version of us. Yeah, it's, you know? it's really Scooby-Doo anime No, it's stuff. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I always get some good feedback about it. We'll, nice. We'll definitely keep it for now. <laughs> for now for now <laughs> oh that's good 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 so um what you know it's pretty easy to pinpoint like the culture of oregon right neil i mean port especially the portland area you have hipsters yeah, you guys are 1994 yeah we you got the <laughs> hipster rock flannel wearing thing but but then if you go like 20 to 30 minutes in any direction outside of Portland, you're going to go into like conservative red state, you know, Hicks. I mean like straight up gun toning rednecks. So 
so that's Oregon. You know, just in a nutshell, that's sort of the the duality that is Oregon. What what would you say the culture of Wyoming is for people that have never been there, don't know anything about it? Like what what kind of person lives in Wyoming? Pretty much, pretty much the latter half of what you just said there. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a red state for sure. Yep. Um, there's pl- plenty of gun-toting Republicans, but sure. you know, I, I I'm not suggesting that that's indicative of their character. Most of them are incredibly kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I always feel like Wyoming gets this super weird rep because we're known for two things. We're known for the Matthew Shepard case which was a tragedy yeah. and we're known for um, the first state to allow women to vote. Wow. Um, I didn't but, know that. you know, uh, I don't know. It, the, oh, man, it's the first thing they tell you in every history class here. Wow. Um, but it's kind of bizarre because I, you know, um, by no means would I consider the majority of people around me to be homophobic. Right. Um, and also when we allowed women to vote forever ago, it was only because we didn't have enough people to actually become a state unless we did. Right, so, so it, it wasn't. You know, so you got to put a shitty asterisk next to yeah, that, which sucks. Yeah. Um, right. And um, but you know, specifically Laramie, I think there's a lot of duality here because we are a college town, so you get half of half of the people being these gun-toting rednecks or whatever that just love being here, yeah. um, and that just work honest, uh, honest labor jobs or whatever, and then you get plenty and plenty of. Uh, very democratic young college kids and people from but, all around who travel. Yeah. They come from all around. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, it's bizarre because I think especially the friend, the friend group that I've found myself in is very, very, very conscious, uh, conscious of, um, other people's feelings and the PC culture and sure. social justice warrior culture and everything that's going on with that so much to the point where, um, I have friends that come from Denver that say it, it's bizarre. This is mm. Wyoming or Laramie is such a democratic place in my experience when certainly Denver, Colorado, where weed is legal is on the whole more of that, you know? Well, it's kind so of, it's, I, w- I would equate it to Raleigh, North Carolina because it's a Southern state with a Southern city, but it's an eclectic of people from the North. So it's a college town. You know, hmm. they, they have like the triangle there. What is it? Duke, UNC right. and, state or whatever so yeah right it's a bunch of young people a bunch of yeah so it's just an eclectic of people so it sounds like laramie might be the same thing it's you know it's real it's really similar it's honestly it's honestly very eclectic i would say that's an accurate word and uh that's the other thing Uh, i'm just mentioning this based on my observations i don't know a fucking thing about politics i don't pay attention to it at all i uh i i literally have no idea what's going on in that department uh, but that's just, in my experience, that's kind of um, the people that I'm surrounded by. And it, yeah. it's, it's nice. It's an interesting place. Like, geographically, you're located, I mean, it's it's a northern state. Yeah. It's definitely northern. You get a lot yeah. of snow. It's that kind of place. But Nine months out of the year. Yeah, and it's also like, it's it's close to the Midwest, but I, you wouldn't call it the Midwest. No, it's, people in the Midwest get mad if you call it. Right. It's like, you know, like people always say Nebraska. Like one of my buddies, um, his name is Max, and he grew up in Lincoln. Is that, yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. And people always joke that Lincoln, Nebraska is like in the middle of the middle of the middle of America. Like it couldn't be no. more 
center of America. And it's you about, guys it's about are eight right hours west from here. Yeah, exactly. So you're pretty yeah. close to like being eight hours right in the middle of the country. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're right. Definitely in, west of that. No, we're certainly in the middle of the country. Yeah, so. and like, so that that's that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get people who, because typically on the coast there's more of a liberal vibe. You know, New York and L.A. That's where you find sure. liberal people, and the more centered you get, it, the more. I don't know, and it, it just is what it is. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is what it is. No, that's and and I'd say that's been my experience for most of my life. I mean, I was born in Houston, and then right. I lived in Oklahoma for a few years. So and there you then, go, even more. Yeah. So I've really, I've really just been up the middle of the country. Wow, how um, interesting. I'd love, be, I'd love to be in Denver, or LA, when I'm 24 next year. Honestly. To live somewhere. Yeah, mm. honestly, I just um, we took a. My friends and I just took a vacation out to L.A. And yeah, just, yeah, that's right. I talked just, to you about that. Yeah, and we just, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't music-related at all. We were just going out there. But um, we you just, like it? Oh, I love it. Me man. too. I love it so much. Me too. I, I feel at home. It's, uh, it's, it's we, good stuff. I, I was worried I was going to get there, and I was going to be like, well, this sucks. Everyone <laughs> is just doing what I'm trying to do. But I got there, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. No, Everyone's inspiring. doing what I'm trying yeah. to do. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a buzz, it's, man. Because I took my big old camera out there and just filmed everything so that I could edit our vlogs or whatever. Mm. But, you know, you run into everyone with their camera out. And I think everyone's – I think lots of people's gut instinct is to be like, well, fuck you. I'm here with my camera. Mm. But I, I talked I talked to every single person that was doing something. I wanted to yeah. know what they were doing. I found I found uh, a new EDM artist I liked a lot. Uh, there, I, yeah. We met a couple models on the beach. That was a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I set up, I set up a meeting with a I set up a, a lunch meeting with a, a guy who makes short films on YouTube that I've been a fan of since I was twelve and I literally just hit him up and said hey could I'm in LA could we get lunch I really like your stuff and he gave me so much advice on what living out there was like and what being a creator was like and what mm. hustling is like or what it's like to hustle for a living because his only job is just like making short films and stuff and well how would that I, work I, with the band if you moved to Los yeah Angeles? I don't. I don't know how it would work. Our bass right. player, Ed Ma, who is the smartest guy in the world, currently lives in Denver. Uh, he comes down once a week for practice, and he practices without us. Um, he comes from Denver once a week? Oh, it's two hours. It's not so bad. Oh, yeah, I guess that is really close. He, uh, he, hours, he, yeah, it's still two hours. Um, and um, Denver, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So um, it'd be tricky. I mean, in order to really do that... Um, we'd have to be in a place where we were successful enough that we could rent a practice space somewhere and then bust our asses right before tours and stuff. Right. Um, so I think probably the move and what I'd like to do, especially just based on how my friends are moving is be in, be in Denver with, uh, with our bass player, Ed for maybe 24 and 25, um, while we keep trucking and then, Maybe move the whole band once everyone's graduated from college. Or yeah. I just love to end up in LA. Is what I'm saying. I just want to spend every I could weekend see it for you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to do. Yeah, you're probably seeing cattle, right? I mean, we you keep making this joke. You never see cattle. I'm on campus <laughs> all day. <laughs> I'm like, literally just on cattle. campus or hanging out with my dog. That's well, it. The only reason I'm saying I'm talking about cattle is because cattle do like to pee. I think it's about time for our pee break. What do you think? I think I we're think, right about there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah, let's go do that. Um, we will be right back and we will talk current events and some other fun stuff with Patrick.
Um, we're going to do a little read here, guys. This, sh- this show was brought to you by our dear, dear friends from Revival Recordings. Longtime friends of mine. Longtime friends. Uh, Nick and Sean from The Label were on the podcast back in the... When was that? February-ish? Something was, there was snow on the ground. M- many, many moons ago. Many moons ago. And it sounds like they'll be back on at the end of the summer. But yeah, they, they sponsor this episode, and uh, let me tell you about the most innovative approach to new music that exists today. Revival Recordings, an artist-first record label based out of North Carolina, has introduced Revival 52, a commitment to fans to release new music every Friday for all 52 weeks of 2018. From metal to pop punk to indie rock, Revival 52 will bring you something new for you to enjoy every Friday. And right now, Revival is giving away a free Amazon Echo to one lucky fan once they hit 1,000 followers on their Revival 52 Spotify playlist. That's it? Only 1,000, huh? Just go to FFM. You better hurry up. (laughs) Just go to FFM.to backslash Revival 52 and follow the playlist to enter. Enjoy great music from your new favorite record label for free right now. Revival 52 on Spotify. That's FFM.to backslash Revival 52. Pretty good deal. So yeah, click on that link, uh, then click the green click here to win button. That'll take you to your login to Spotify, log into your old Spotify account, and that's it. Then you're following that playlist and you're entered to win a free Amazon Echo. Not a bad deal. I think it's a pretty cool idea that they're doing actually. Like I know. Every, every single Friday, new music. What other record label is doing that? Dude, I mean, that's usually, usually so cool. like you'll go months and months and months and like, oh, okay, a record label's putting out a new record right. in a couple weeks or whatever, but yeah, every single Friday you have something to look forward to. Remember when they were talking about this it's like christmas in july james yeah they've been talking about this for a long time and I, when they told me it's i was like going that on all year super ambitious it's been going on since january so two weeks man. if you haven't checked it out yet you got a lot of catch up a lot of catching up to do yeah i mean it's pretty sweet so yeah go do that right now thank you revival we love you Okay, we are back from our break. Did you have Welcome a good? Back. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have a good PP break? Uh, I did. Thank you so much. Noah, <laughs> Noah left during during the break. What an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go play smooth by Santana. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's got to go. Got to go jam out on the drums. Ooh, that's very cool. Is it a paid gig? Uh, yeah, but not to him. Yes. <laughs> He gets paid in five minutes. Ex- exactly. Yes. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> Good job learning the drum. Yeah. Well, at this point in the show, young man, we do a movie pick of the week. Nice. Ant-Man. Yes. <laughs> What'd you say? Ant-Man. I haven't seen it. I want to see it, though. Have you seen it? Yeah. I've, I... I Live and die for the uh, MCU. Yes, I saw it opening night. The what's MCU? Marvel comic. Marvel universe? Cinematic Universe. I I admittedly am comic booked out. I'm I've had my my capacity of fucking comic book movies, but You've I will go see it. Share? Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm kind of done. And I, I can't. I I probably see more movies than anyone I know. You see I mean. A lot of movies. We see at least one or two or more movies a week, my wife and I. Nice. 
Um, um, so movie so yeah. pick of the week, is that literally any movie that exists or like what's out? Or No, it's a movie I, we pick. I'm, I'm going to oh, nice. pick a movie, see if you've seen it. Have you seen Sicario 2? It's actually called Sicario Day of the Soldado. Yeah, I, I have not. I know the trailer well because he's like, goodbye. Yeah, that's right. I haven't seen I haven't even seen the first one. I've heard those are great. Though. Oh, really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull up the trailer here, but yeah. So have you? You have not seen the first one, though. No, I haven't. Have you, Neil? No. It's what do you think? The fucking that awesome, dude. I never see any. Neil doesn't. Yeah. Neil just cooks and makes music. He hasn't seen any. <laughs> He's a recluse. A recluse. <laughs> a recluse. Um, I murder my husband. Was that a black widow? Right. <laughs> Some, black, something like that. It was uh, it was really good, and it's it's, you know, it's not quite as good as the first one. The first one is just like, one of those, I don't know, cosmic shifts in movie time, where it, it was just one of those things, right? Just so goddamn good. But the second yeah. one, it's uh, it's a little bit more like popcorn flick, you know. But it's still way sure. way badass and better than most. Uh, most movies nice. there. No, I, I need to see that. My friends were talking about setting up a double feature just the other night, so we need to make that happen. Yeah, highly recommend that. So that is my yeah. official pick, and I will make a, a, a B, a part B, a part two pick, and I'm going to pick Jurassic World. Oh. Uh, Fallen, what's it called? Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> it's retarded. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's exactly what you think it is. Talk about a popcorn uh, summertime flick. But I, I like I it. Dinosaurs it. are cool. Yeah, it was fun, man. I mean, what's not to like? It's exactly um, what you think it's going to be. Yeah, we're, uh, it's okay. I, it was good. I like yeah. the beginning a lot. The, my favorite was the very first scene of the movie. The very first scene? Well, I don't remember. The, they're going to get the tooth, and the guy is trying to uh, get the data out of the computer, but then the T-Rex... Oh. It's like the best shot of the T-Rex in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets the ladder, and then the T-Rex is chasing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the sea monster. It's a really, guy. really well-put-together yeah. sequence, for sure. Sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first Jurassic Park is still obviously the best. You can't fuck with that. Yeah, but. absolutely. The first Jurassic Park is a staple in modern filmmaking. Hell, yeah. Dude, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> and it's so like my childhood. Um, uh, we're going to disappear from video for a second here. Oh, wait, no, I guess you can still see us. I can still see you. Um, We're going to do our next segment, Patrick. A little current events. Let's talk about the the world. So we were discussing prior to the the show starting, obviously the World Cup is going on right now. Yeah. Russia 2018 FIFA World Cup. Yeah. I'm sitting next to an Olympic athlete, everyone. (laughs) Neil is a... Junior, what do you call it? Junior Olympic? Junior. Something? I don't know. I played. I was in Australia. I did that. He played That's soccer as a young man. Nice. Um, looks like today Croatia and England played in the semifinals, and England lost. All right, P. I don't follow soccer. I mean, I care about the World Cup as much as I hear my friends talking about it, but mm. England was a real underdog, and I was rooting for them. Yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, I, I, an underdog, really? Yeah, like quite a bit. Huh. I mean, all my friends were saying it was the worst team they've had in years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yep. makes sense. And then they made it to the semifinals. Thought, thought football was coming home. So then what is the finals? It's Croatia and who? 
Croatia and France, which oh wow uh, means I'm not which means I'm not even going to watch. I don't want to see either <laughs> of those teams win. Yeah, I just, just I don't care. I'm, I'm not invested. I, I in wanted England. I wanted England or Belgium. So now I'm not going to watch. Why? <laughs> why Belgium? Why were you rooting for Belgium? Just because my buddy Austin's a fan. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about gotcha. the cup at all. Oh, me but neither. my buddy Austin. So I, I can barely even tell you the rules of the game. I mean, I know, I know you run, I know you kick. I know you run, you kick, <laughs> and if it ends in a tie, you do that shootout bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. Depends, on, depends on the step, yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. And there's a <laughs> clock, like a, it, the time runs out in that sport, right? It's not, like there's a clock it's, ticking, it's, and by the end of that clock, like it's good. It's not baseball, no, no, it's not. Yeah, so yeah, baseball. The time, the time runs out in American football, too. Yeah. Yeah. But there's stoppage time. Well, I don't want to get your guys' brains in too much of a loop here. <laughs> yeah. You know, they take into account all of the time they got lost from, like, you know, penalties and out of bounds. And right, of course. To the end of the game, you know, it's a crazy concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's that's one piece of news. Baseball's still the superior sport. So See, I just baseball's, baseball's your number one? Oh, yeah, it's not even close. So, Man, so we're Croatia, all different. Basketball's fine. Croatia versus France, that's the World Cup final, huh? Yeah. Yep. When does that start? Do you know? Nine a.m. Sunday morning. Yeah. Hmm. We shall see. I will I, I'm gonna have to root for Croatia because I can't remember the last time Croatia won. I think France has won a couple times. But. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time anyone won. So. <laughs> it, yeah. It's every four <laughs> years, right? Is that correct? Yes. That is pretty cool. With the Olympics. All right. Well, moving on here. Um. Patrick, have you been following that Thai, the Thailand story of the the boys stuck in the cave? The 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 group of boys stuck mm-hmm. in the cave. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah, they. Uh, good news. That's, yeah, that's good news. They're all know. out alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, that was so terrifying. Crazy. It's really rare that people go missing for that long and are not dead. Oh my god! <laughs> and that fucking coach, the guy that you know led them down there to their possible death like yikes bad choice yeah. buddy bad um, well choice. i mean he it's unfortunate because i don't think we can really blame him because it, it was mm. just a shift in weather right i mean they got caught in a storm well what i heard was from it was like from july to september or october something like that is like the monsoon season so that's when you're not supposed to go in the cave and it was at the end of june so he uh, he was yeah. cutting it pretty close so you could argue that, like, you know, within reason, he technically was not in the time you're not supposed to go. But yeah. he was kind uh, of pretty close. I was soccer players exploring a cave. That's what I want to know. They were, like, on a field trip, something. Yes. There was okay. a retreat. The um, He was a 25-year-old coach. He was kind of a younger guy. Yeah, the news source uh, that I follow called the Philip DeFranco Show was citing the incident as, like, a reason to – have hope in humanity because a, a Navy SEAL lost his life. Yeah, the Thai Navy SEAL. That's right. Bomber. Yep. Bomber, bomber, yeah, yeah. bomber. Yeah, I saw which just, Go ahead. Which shows you how screwed they actually were. That they were deep enough that you need to like move your oxygen tank around to get mm-hmm. to them. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, I really saw some important. diagram of how they had to get out, and it was, it was so involved. Jesus Christ. Like, nightmare. The yeah. space was so small. The fact that they all got out is really a miracle. Yep. 
Well, that's that's good. Oh. Good news. I was thinking. I hope. I hope all those kids go visit the family of uh, that Navy SEAL. I'm sure they will. It just. It'd be nice to see that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, in some music news here, and then my source Plenty is news. Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, the first one here. Did you hear? You heard about the rapper XX Tatsion? I never know how to pronounce his fucking name. How do you? Do you know how to pronounce his name, Patrick? XXX Tentacion. Tentacion. Uh, ridiculous name. Definitely don't have that name. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, real sad story. Do you have your about this? Yeah. Neil? So it sounds like the gunman was arrested in his murder uh, Good. just recently here. So he just died on the 18th of June. So all this has yeah. happened. He was yeah, really he's... young too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was 20. Fuck. And from what I hear, he was like the up and coming talent. Dude, he so the the rap game is kind of insane right now, for better or for worse. Uh, the, XXX was so young, and he had like 100 million monthly listeners on Spotify. We're talking like almost Taylor Swift levels of on the come up, which is crazy because well, I'm not that big a fan of his music. Um, but it, it's just insane that a kid at that age would be that hot. And then it's also so weird because uh, a rapper by the name of Lil Xan was making this point on the No Jumper podcast like months ago when Lil Peep died. The deaths happen in threes. And he's the third death since 2018 started in the rap community. Um, Lil Peep being the first one of of Lil Peep and Lil Xan's homies being the yeah. second who was popular. Uh, I have a and side question X-X-X. here. Why are all the rappers going by Lil something, Patrick? Can you, as a young oh, man, explain I, that to me? No, I don't get it. I think it's just a trend. It's it's the same as like I mean, it's a trend why I'd do like to pop, see change? Why do all the pop punk bands have three letters for their for their logo or whatever? I mean, I'm doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's uh, or just why are trend? Yeah, I think I think it's just a trend. There's what something like seven thousand lils on uh, on SoundCloud or something like that? Jesus Christ! I really like Lil Aaron. <laughs> I really like Lil Peep. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, Lil Peep. He was like more like sad, sad boy rap, right? So is XXX. Okay. Gotcha. They're both they're both sad boy emo rap for sure. Right, right. Like the the whole reason that um, the whole reason that. Nothing Nowhere signed to Fueled by Ramen is strictly because of Lil Peep's and XXX's success. Gotcha. Sure. I heard I mean, uh, XXX was kind of a piece of shit, personally. So Woman it's a really turd. It's a really tricky thing. I read a really long Twitter thread about this that I thought was super accurate. And the the kid's whole life was a tragedy from start to beginning. And his death just means that nobody gets closure. Right. He was raised where his only influence was abuse and then he grew up to be abusive himself right and now that he's dead no one gets to be reconciled or forgiven yeah, or it's terrible. even spoken to it's just a tragedy it's, yeah it's a really 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 shitty situation life of and violence and abuse and then he dies yeah no yeah one, I, it's i terrible. know it's it's awful and you know there are people that argue that like it's beautiful fucking music that wouldn't have happened without it. And I'm just, I'm not a huge fan, but. Hmm. Are you a fan of Lil Xanax or Lil Zanny, whatever the fuck his name is? Lil, Lil Xan. I, uh, I, I, think I, think, I loathe him. He's just going by, uh, I think he's just going by Diego now, actually. Um, yeah, I like, I like, 
little yeah, bit right. to Diego. Yeah, that role. Yeah. It's it, it's it's a well. He's trying to he's trying to stray away from the from the his brand being connected to Xanax because that's how Lil Peep died. Um, but uh, I I really like his new song with Charlie XCX and I like his single Betrayed and I think he's a really really funny person. Uh, but I haven't I haven't ever listened to like the whole album or anything like that. Yeah, the only thing I've heard from Lil Xanny is just terrible. That's just me personally. I, I it, hate it. I word, hate, no, it's it's ter- I mean, and like I'm gonna sound like an old conservative Christian <laughs> here or something, but it really head. is pretty awful. Um, it's an awful message for young people. Like he's talking about taking Xanax in like the handfuls, and I don't know. It's, just, it's fucking dangerous, well, man. The well, shit is no joke. Well, no and in his joke. biggest hit, he's talking about how it's gonna fuck you up and not to do it. Well, that's good. I mean, this the song is the song is called "Betrayed" because he, the idea being that he became addicted to Xanax, and then the drug and himself subsequently betrayed him and gotcha. ruined his life for a period of time, and now he's clean and making hit records. I'm reading some. Put out a song with Diplo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean Diplo's ginormous. Uh, one yeah. of the guys, Ryan, I. I I represent. He collaborated with some stuff with Diplo a while back, and it was unbelievable. Just Very a little, cool. Little shout out. I'm I reading some unrelated article here, Patrick. Have you heard about uh, Johnny Depp and how in debt he is, and the sort of the rat, the rat race that is his life? You know anything oh, about yeah, this? Oh yeah, I have. My my buddy and co-host on our podcast, Ian, has been talking about this in depth. That he's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It says here it's estimated that Depp has made six hundred and fifty million on films that netted three point six billion. And yep. almost all of it is gone. And he found a way to spend every last dime of it. Yeah. Just don't like, buy an island. His Just overhead don't buy is an island. unbelievable. I'm oh, trying to find man. his like it says somewhere his monthly his monthly nut or whatever that he has to dish out. It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, he's um he's got an addiction, man. He's got a problem. <laughs> what with like spending? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. genuinely think he's. He, it's like the equivalent of a. I mean, he's just a billionaire shopaholic. It's someone who's trying to fill a void with material shit. Well, imagine being Johnny Depp. I mean, from the time you were before your age, you know, a late teen, he was rich and famous, and, and especially in an era where like. He was a fucking god, pre-internet, yeah. pre-mobile phones. Absolutely. Like, he came up in the 80s, early 90s when, like, you know, he was a Hollywood god. A young yeah, prince. No, I, mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think anyone who's that successful that young doesn't have something different going on in their psyche. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. I can't think of really anyone. You know, Mac- Macaulay Culkin, uh, any of the, those young actors that grow up acting from the time they're kids like yeah i mean bad news. I, think there's, I think there's examples of kids that turned out okay but they oh, weren't sure like, sure. like jo- joseph gordon levitt levitt yeah levitt. sure he, he or, grew up um, a kid actor the, or the sprouts twins seem like they're doing fine yeah exactly i mean yeah you're right it it definitely but it's pretty rare that's that's the problem it's it's rare and also i, I don't think either of the people we mentioned were at godlike levels of fame like johnny Depp is. right <laughs> right maybe that's the difference huh yeah. i mean it might be i don't i don't know i can't speak to i can't speak to what it must be like to have 
everything you say or do be validated like that. It's like Justin Bieber. You know, like everyone wants to. I mean, I don't yeah. like his music really, and I think he was a turd muffin, and he was a. That's crazy. Justin Bieber's music is fucking on another level, dude. Are uh, you see, but, me? but I'm just saying I don't like it. It doesn't mean it's not good. See, that's, oh, that's the difference. I, I'm a professional here, Patrick. I it's understand. Crazy that, it's crazy that you don't like it, too. I, it's I really so good. don't. I really don't. I, I think I, it's just not my cup of tea. But it's I understand why it's popular. I understand why he's a, a success. Um, but my point being, like, he was so young when all that first started to happen for him. Like, the, yeah, you can't what, expect a guy to, to be normal. No. No, you really can't. Um, other news. New Twenty One Pilot song was released. Do you think they're good, Neil? 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 Do you think they're good, Neil? <laughs> do you think that? Do you think the new Twenty One Pilot songs are good? Because they went, they went on hiatus for a year, and not like oh, we're going on hiatus. Well, they just didn't say anything. That's not entirely. They were touring the entire time. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. They haven't played a show or done anything in a year. That's so not true. It's absolutely true. Look it up. They haven't really? Done a, they haven't done a thing in a calendar year. Is that right? Posted. Yeah, that's right. No, they haven't posted. Wow. They haven't tweeted. They haven't put out a video. They haven't put out a song. They haven't played a single show in a calendar I haven't, year. I haven't, well, they I haven't also toured so. for who knows how long straight, right? Right. I mean, they did on. A, they did a world tour from like 2014 to 2017. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not okay. saying they didn't deserve a break. I'm gotcha. just saying it's not often you see a band with a billion uh-huh. views, uh-huh. one billion with a B, go silent. Wow, I didn't I didn't know they were off for the entire year. I just thought they were still touring this whole time. No, they didn't. They didn't do or say anything. I have not heard it yet, Pat. What do you think? Tell, tell, um, tell me your deductions. It's. It's a vibe. You're it's sil- a mood. You're, you, you've already said enough. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> it's it's not it's not. I don't think they're bad. Like structurally, they're sound. But it's sort of like exactly what I expected based on their branding, which is like based on their new branding, so which is fine. I'm sure. I heard it. Nothing. I heard it earlier no. today. Do you, I mean? Do you nothing. like their other stuff at all? Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan for sure. Okay, so you like um, the band? You just you're saying you're not liking the new direction? I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't like the new direction. I'm just saying. It's so hard to back up a year of silence with a single. Hmm. You know, like they they um they were so cryptic and they sent out emails to their fans and they were so vague leading up to these two singles for like the past week yeah, or whatever. And the whole and it was a genius marketing ploy in the sense that their gigantic billion person mm-hmm. fan base mm-hmm. was like flipping the fuck out on Twitter to the point where it was, you Dude, know, all I was they, reading. They Not only are they obviously trending on YouTube, but they had, I think I saw like 2.8 million views in eight hours. Right, exa- exactly. I mean, that's right? unbelievable. So, so I'm looking right now, it was uploaded 14 hours ago, the song Jumpsuit, the video for the song Jumpsuit, and it has right. 3.8 million views. Right, exactly. That's unbelievable. So that's, that's fucking that's, nuts. That's, that's my point, I guess, is what I'm saying. And maybe I haven't seen the response to it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's totally working. But it's just, if you're going to be silent for a year and then throw something up, yeah, and it's like exactly what I thought it was going to sound like, you know? Yeah. So you, you were just like... Does that make like, sense? I guess. I mean, I, I'm... Um... You were hoping to be blown away, but it ended up just kind of missing expectations, 
something. Yeah. Word. I, but that's my thing. My expectations were too high. It's a perfectly cool song. I'm definitely going to listen to it. I've, I've listened to it four times today already or whatever. Mm. But I'm just not losing my fucking shit like I was when Real Friends put out from the outside the other day. You know? See, the tw- 21 Pilots thing for me, I mean, I probably only like four of their songs total. So it's not really my thing. But the songs I do like, I like a lot. And right. I think it took me a long time to even like those songs. So I, I just think they're one of those bands that like, I don't know, they're almost so, it's genius shit, man, right? It's like this songwriting that is so familiar to people, but yeah. but um, but it's just, it's its own thing. And like, that's no. really hard to do. What James is trying to I say would, is he's getting old. I would agree with that. <laughs> no, I think they might be one of those bands that has to grow on you. I remember they were at, like, I had, I vaguely knew about them and had heard car radio for like a year before I was like, well, maybe these guys are good. Maybe I should check it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep listening to the songs. It's, it's a, it's a vibe. It sounds like Heathens. It sounds like the thing they did for have Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, it does kind of. You're right. Have they just released yeah. the one song or have they released like, are they streaming the whole EP or no, it's a, it's a, it's two songs. It's a single with two songs. Can you hear it, Patrick? Um, oh, he can't hear. I it. can't. No one listens to this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it. I, I remember it being pretty bass heavy. It's really bass heavy. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a guitar player in their band. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's just two guys. I mean, obviously, a lot of backtracks for for their live shows, but yeah. But I mean, that's I, a ton I of credit, fucking money for two dudes. I oh credit God. them just that they had this much success, literally without any guitars. <laughs> yeah, where are they from? Ohio. Like Ohio, yeah. Ohio. So it was pretty cool. Two fucking nerds from Ohio take over the world. Yeah, taking over the world. Oh, they've been, they've been huge. slowly taking it over for a long time. It's only recently they've been in the public eye. Yeah, but they've been. I would motherfucking love to play with them one day in my dreams. <laughs> I know. So now your whole dream tour is is adapted. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I think it, it's just, you know, I'm looking at the people that are popping off right now. It's it's 21. It's it's panic to some respect. Uh, Fall Out Boy put out a great LP and are playing stadiums in Europe. Are you liking uh, it? Uh, yeah, follow, it's the best thing they've done since they came back. A, from friend, a friend of mine is the guitar tech um, for the guitar player, not the singer. Um, what's his I can't Joe, Joe name. Truman. Yeah, exactly. And he, yeah, yeah. he went and started a side band with him and the drummer and the singer from Every Time I Die. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's that's super sick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I really like that follow-up record. Good. We're, huge we're, right now. Yeah, what else is being released? Um, oh, Five Seconds of Summer just put out their LP. Uh, like, not my weekends putting out a record soon, right? Not my weekend as an EP yeah, coming yeah. out. <laughs> Our buddies, the home team, releasing on the twentieth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys from now. I was talking. I was talking to those dudes on Facebook a couple months ago. Um, I heard Deftones is in the studio right now. Cool. And Chino has indicated that he's letting Steph Carpenter, the guitar player, kind of do most of the the heavy lifting, which is what pretty much everyone wants to to hear. I mean, Chino's like the raddest singer for me, one of my favorite of all time. But it's those Steph Carpenter riffs that like we all fell in love with. That 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 playoff that Chino would sing to those riffs. That's what you know, like my my generation we all loved. So that's right. good to hear. I'm, yeah, I've hardly listened to Deftones. You guys are you guys are past me. Yep, that's a uh, top top ten I'd say for me. Is that right? I need to listen then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I would say the first, second, the second record around the fur is like the the record for me nice. and my, my boys. Like Andrew and I, the, nice. the, the producer of the show, that's our that's our our time. That's your jam. Cool. Yep. You. You. Um. So as we wind this sucker down, my friend, my friend, my yes. friend. What are what, like? What, what do you want people to know? I mean, what's what's kind of obviously you're releasing things. Where can people find you? Yes, Pl- uh, do people can find me. Do some plugs. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Patrick NMW personally. Um, not my weekend is on Twitter at not my weekend W Y O mm-hmm. and on Instagram at not my weekend and Facebook is not my weekend. But you can find all of those links and links to our new EP. The new single, When You're Around, which should be out right now. Um, the right follow-up now single. Well, when this is up right now. Oh. Can you find that on Spotify yeah. right now? Uh, no, because the, the link's not live. Cause it's, oh, that's on Friday. I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, gotcha. when this is up, it should be up right now. Um, and that can all be found in a super simple, easy place, notmyweekend.com. That's links to everything. That's the video. That Great. takes you to We Are Triumphant. And I'll say this, that takes you to our online merch store, which is new, and I realized I hadn't mentioned before. So Yeah, awesome, dude. Yeah, we got a couple. Those awesome t-shirts we've talked about. <laughs> yes, those awesome t-shirts we've yeah. talked about. Got a couple of those you can pick up. T-shirts are sick. Is it shirts only? Do you have anything else? We've got two t-shirts right now. I'm going to try and get another shirt up and maybe a tote bag or something with We Are Triumphant before before the second single. I'm a, I'm a big sticker guy. I'm a sticker addict. So if you get some stickers, I'll yeah, buy Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get some stickers. That's uh, I'm totally not, so I need to focus on that. Mm-hmm. I seriously don't put stickers on anything. You know, so. it's, actually, it's a good thing for bands to do. You, yeah, no, I know it is. If yeah. you want, James, I can jizz on the back of the t-shirt and then it'll stick. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and you have, then you, yeah, he's on the record. He's a part of it. <laughs> oh, and uh, youtube.com slash Patrick Gilchrist if you want to check out like my personal stuff. Do you guys have guests on your podcast? We do. Mostly mostly homies, but uh just bullshit. We uh supposedly I'm going to Yeah. Be right? Yeah, and and we're going to have Neil on and we'll go in depth about uh the actual recording process when we were there as opposed to like who our band is. Yeah, dude, um, let's set that up, man. When when, uh, when is that pro- happening again? Uh if you can do it sometime closer to the end of this month, I think that would be ideal. Excellent. Cause then, cause then, when you're around, we'll have been out for a while, so we can talk about how it's doing too. <laughs> and then I can make a fool of myself when it's tanking. We'll, we'll have your people. <laughs> so, so we did. We spent a lot of time on this song. <laughs> we'll have your people talk to to his people. Yeah. Exactly. My Wait. people being James. Wait, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. My, my people being me. <laughs> Excellent. Um. Okay, so that's where people can find you. Anything else yeah. that you want the world to know about? I think that's. Um, what's your favorite color? Yellow. Oh, my favorite color. My favorite color is yellow, yeah. and that is a. Uh, it's my wife's that favorite is, color. That is, that is a. That's a cryptic answer, by the way. That's that's very important. Yellow is very important. That's that's a happy color for happy people. There's a song on the record called Yellow. I'll just yeah, there you go. That. Yeah, we're, my 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 favorite my favorite color is red, but I'm saying yellow because <laughs> this song is yellow. Well, fuck me, right? Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Well, I have, I have this theory that uh, I have this theory that I can only play red guitars. Both my both my guitars that I play are red, and every guitar that I've picked up that uh, is not has been stolen. No, so. that's not. That's How not weird. Tr- that's not true. You touched my butterscotch telly, and it didn't get stolen. 
Yeah, but that's not my guitar. Not my studio, but my Gibson studio. <laughs> yeah, that's red. not his guitar, though. Yeah. yeah. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's on the record. I do need a red telly. I want a red telly so bad. This is all what who what's your favorite uh, superhero? Spider-Man. Oh my god, Spider-Man. My I was raised on Spider-Man. Why? I've known Spider-Man as uh oh man, he's the best. Uh the web's act as an extension of himself. Uh he's a kid, he's a human being. He exists uh in order for the the reader or the viewer or the listener to project themselves onto him and he does it perfectly for each individual person. My father gave me a Spider-Man action figure the day I was born, along with an R2-D2 plush toy. Star Wars and Spider-Man I have known as long as my parents. Like, seriously, after music, like, all I do is Spider-Man and Star Wars. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a huge Star Wars guy, too. What's, uh, one of your, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Currently, it's a tie between Empire and uh, Return, uh, Return uh, um, The Last Jedi. I like it. Good man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. Lots of people don't, but I think it's fucking genius. Me too. I'm a huge Return of the Jedi guy. I love no, that no, no. fucking movie. It's no, good. I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying the new one, the Last Jedi. Oh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the I, most recent one. Really good. I loved it. Yeah. No, Did you they're, see they're the awesome. the Solo movie? Han Solo movie. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was. I thought it was really good, but not like, not amazing. It was a lot what I was expecting. Um, spoilers, spoilers, if spoilers, you're listening, what five, you, what you, four, what three, you, two, one, spoiler, go Patrick. What'd you, what'd you think about Darth Maul? <laughs> oh, I thought, I mean, you mean the, the end? Yeah. It, pretty fucking cheesy. It's fucking weird, right? Yeah, it's pretty such weird. such a weird call. Yeah. I don't know. I don't give it, a shit. It was, yeah, it was, it was cool. kind of, it was reaching for sure. Like. It was reaching so hard. <laughs> I wish they would have just kept it a separate vibe a separate movie you don't have to always tie it in like i don't know but i yeah, guess like no. on the timeline it does make sense yeah no it, no i'm not saying it doesn't make sense in the timeline or whatever i was just so surprised that in the middle of this han solo movie they were like remember phantom menace let's, <laughs> let's, we're gonna we're gonna redo the phantom menace. terrible we're gonna do it again fucking movie phantom menace oh i still love I'd, yeah, totally a, totally a terrible movie love it to death absolutely yeah but you gotta understand, when I saw Phantom Menace, I was seven. Right. Six. I was not even. No, whatever I was, early teens or something. <laughs> um. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for being on, dude. You're the best. Dude, thank you so much for having me. I should mention I invited myself, so I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you you can invite yourself anytime, my man. You're, nice. you're You're part of the family. Um. Speaking of the stateside family, I have a little yes. a little message to the world. Uh, not nice. only can you. I mean, I always try to wrap it up at the end of every show. If you're you're looking to record, you're looking to have something mixed or mastered, we just happen to know the people that can do that for you. So definitely yeah. drop us a line, as usual. Um, but also, further than that, I, at this point, am inviting anyone that is looking for representation. I'm, I'm taking on new clients, uh, new producers, new mix engineers. So if, if you are the right fit and you want to talk to a fella like myself and the team over at Stateside... I definitely invite you to drop us a line. Uh, you can find us at statesidemgmt.com. Uh, drop me an email, james at statesidemgmt. Yeah, say hi to us. And we're, we're looking to work with new interesting folks like Neil.
Neil's an interesting folk, and I work with him. I can be at times, yes. <laughs> they are, uh, they're the best there is if you're out there Aww. listening. We're, we're shooting Definitely. high, moving forward. We're, we're going big, man. I got a, a new system in place that's going to keep things a little I more got organized. 99 and... problems, but my cock ain't one. You know yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, just I'm excited. Kidding. My cock man. is the biggest problem. Speaking, speaking from personal experience, I know that your cock is a real problem, Neil. It, <laughs> it is, it's a nuisance. <laughs> It's got a mind of its speaking own. From, speaking <laughs> from living with you, I know that it is a huge hindrance to we, you and everyone. If we want to talk about a phantom oh. menace, I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my cue to end the show. Yes, it is. This is going yeah, south real is. fast. <laughs> Where can they find you, Neil? Uh, I hang to the left, usually. At um, hang to the left? <laughs> That's got to be a handle. At Neilio Angle on Instagram. You can find me, personal, at James Ian Macmillan, and you can find Stateside at Stateside MGMT. Um, we want to thank Revival Recordings for sponsoring the show. And, oh, uh, thanks, Revival. They're yeah, nice. They're the best. They are the best. Um, dude, thank you so much, Patrick. You're the best. Of, of course. Thank you for having Wait, me. I thought you just said Revival was the best. How can we have two of the best? Well, you know, I, hey, it doesn't have to be singular, Neil. <laughs> we can have two favorite things at once. Okay, fair Plenty enough. Everyone go listen to Not My Weekend. Go buy their Thank stuff. You. Support up-and-coming bands that are working real hard. Yeah, you guys listening right now, are th- I think you're getting a head start because it's not out yet when this when this comes out, I don't think. Well, yeah, the EP's not out. Yeah. Uh, those release dates are exclu- th- Most of those release dates are exclusive to this right now. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Friday is the single August what for the EP? August 17th for the whole EP. The EP is also... Fuck it, I'll just say it. I wasn't saying it specifically, but if you made it this far, you've earned it. Uh, the EP is entitled Yellow. It is. Uh, there's a song on it called ah. Yellow, and the EP is also called Yellow. So Now I understand the yellow reference. Yes, exactly. So much yellow, so much sunshine. So much sunshine. <laughs> well, congrats with everything that's going on for you guys. You, you've earned it, and you deserve much more. Thank you so much. I, 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 hope, uh, I, I hope the rest of the year looks like that. It will. And let, let me know how I can help. We're always here to open any doors we can and, and support you in any way. Of course. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I'm super excited to put the single out. I'm going to put you guys on blast when it's up. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome anytime. Thanks to everyone for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Share with your friends and family. You know what to do. We will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. I'll text you, Patrick, because we're close. Bye, Bye, (laughs) y'all. Thanks again, buddy. I'll, I'll let you know when it's up, okay? Okay, sounds good. See ya, bud. See ya.
Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Okay.